Welcome, and thank you for listening today. This Caregiver Life podcast focuses on caregivers from all walks of life. Throughout the episode, we will hear from caregivers on the front line, those who do the day-to-day, sometimes hour-to-hour caregiving. We will also hear from care recipients, professionals in the field of caregiving, and other various topics of interest to those living this caregiver life. Got it. Hello and welcome to This Caregiver Life. We're so excited you joined us for our special episode from Washington, D.C. We're actually coming to you live from the Americana Hotel. They've been so gracious to let us uh, record here in their breakfast lobby at night. night. Um, (laughs) We're um, actually celebrating the annual convening of Hidden Heroes, which are military and veteran caregivers uh, across the nation and come to Washington, D.C. every year for a week um, to educate, advocate, um, and just be identified uh, as the important uh, part of supporting veterans that they are. And um, of course, this caregiver life is about all things caregivers, civilian, military, veteran. And we, we have a caregiver guest with us today. Her name is Tara. And just tell us a little bit about yourself. So, hello, ladies. Thanks so much <laughs> for having me on. Uh, I'm Tara Plybon. I'm originally a upstate New York native, Niagara Falls. Oh. Uh, have lived half my life officially as a New Yorker and half of it now as a Texan. Okay, that is, those are two really different parts of the country. I know, <laughs> I know. And, you know, like a hot mess, it actually works. I, I really enjoy Texas. Um, the economy's great. The veteran benefits are fabulous. Um, they really treat our, our veterans well there. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and I enjoy not shoveling off my car with snow um, every time I have to go to work in my suit and heels. Because that is a drag. <laughs> that is. I have to say, um, I'm a, a, a Floridian uh, now. I'm a transplant from the Midwest. And uh, while I like all four seasons, I do not miss shoveling snow. How about you, Mayor? No, I don't miss it at all. So Mayor's, <laughs> Mayor's from New York, uh, and she's actually now living in uh, North Carolina. So mm-hmm. every once in a while, you get probably some little flakes or a little, little bit of icy it's like road. pretend snow. Pretend yeah. snow. It's not like the like I had a baby in a blizzard. <laughs> that's snow. That's right? snow. But I was in New York. I mean, um, I remember the blizzard of 77 when I lived in New York. I mean, that uh, shut every... I was seven years old, and that shut oh everything gosh. down. I remember the blizzard of 77, too. Um, I was in the... Uh, I was in the first grade. And we missed a lot of school. And I'm, this is the thing that I remember. We had to go get groceries with my sled. And I thought it was fantastic. Yes. <laughs> yes. No, I miss sledding. I miss tobogganing, going down those big hills. Yeah. Um, all right. So you joined us because you are a caregiver, actually. And um, you care for your husband? Yes. And he's a veteran? Yes, he is. He's a, he's a post-9-11 veteran. He's gone to Iraq and Afghanistan. Uh, sadly, wow. after over 150 missions in Afghanistan, um, the last one was the worst. And that was the one that I almost didn't get him back on. Oh. Um, but fortunately, it's been 10 years of having him back. And uh, he's more present today than he was 10 years ago. Wow. And he's worked hard for his recovery. And, and you've worked hard for his recovery. Yeah, I've, I've done all I can to help him find the way forward. Well, we're talking specifically um, on this sort of series of podcasts about holiday survival. And and really, holidays can be Thanksgiving, Christmas, birthdays, anniversaries. And you have like a really touching story about your wedding anniversary. Now, tell us first, how long cumulatively have you been married? We've been married 25 years. 
All right, but if you look at you know TBI PTSD year, that's like seven dog years per year. So probably more like sixty-five years now. No, I'm just kidding. Um, we were married fifteen years before he got injured, and I find that very fortunate because it helped me have a baseline of how he was before the injury, how to evaluate him, how to tell the care team, "Hey, this is not normal. This is right." Mm-hmm. So I, I thank God that I had that behind me. The unfortunate thing was he got injured exactly on our anniversary. On the day of your wedding anniversary, our he was wounded year. in combat mm-hmm. in Afghanistan. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And sadly, he lost two of his friends. Oh. And a guy, you just that's a, don't that's get a over day that. you're never going to celebrate. No. Ever again. We tried. I, I vehemently tried the first couple of years. Stubbornly didn't want the Taliban to get that from us. They got right. a lot. They got his whole livelihood. They got everything else. But I wasn't going to sacrifice that out of pure Irish stubbornness. But then I was like, you know what? This is a memorial. I've lost friends in my life. I've lost family. Mm-hmm. These guys were family to us. I, yeah. I get it. Like, he's never going to escape that feeling. And his neurologist, who's amazing, he's a uh, director of headache medicine out of Temple, Texas, uh, Dr. Duran Michael Reddy, amazing guy. He said, Todd, you know, you and Tara have been married for quite some time. You guys deserve to celebrate your own day. Why don't you pick a new day and reaffirm your vows? A brand new day. And Tom totally and looked at each other. new anniversary. Like, what a great idea, though. Like, our mouths just dropped open. We were like, we hadn't even thought it's about so it. so simple. Yeah. We were so locked into that day. Yeah. And um, Well, now, tell me, how did you pick a day? I looked at when we hadn't lost anyone. Okay. And nothing bad had happened. Mm-hmm. Um, sadly, I've lost a few family members over the years and yeah. uh, some friends. And I'm like, all right, I want a day of renewal. And in Texas, we get the blue bonnets. Like and you're Irish. I am. So this uh, this is all starting to come together a little bit. We're, now, did your husband wear a kilt? He did. We oh. got married the first time, yes. He wore a kilt in his own tartan. Um, he's got some Irish and Scottish in him. He's part of the Cameron clan. I was in McAllister. So when I got married, I had like the sash of my family mm-hmm. tartan. My dad wore a kilt. His buddies wore a kilt. All the guys wore a kilt. It's amazing. And how about the mm-hmm. second time? Now, I assume you didn't wear your same gown and he... he he wore something different. No, I lost a significant amount of weight since wow. then. Okay. Yeah, I lost 120 pounds um, after wow. caregiving and realizing, um, even though I was healthy, I didn't want my son to have to potentially caregive for my wow. husband and me. Like, what if my good luck changed and I became a heart patient or developed diabetes? Yeah, and your kidneys whatever. failed. I, mean, That's I was lucky. Good point. I didn't have high blood pressure. I didn't. I mean, it almost got to the point where I just dare a doctor to blood test me because I'm like. Pfft. Yeah, I got the pancreas of champions. Go ahead, test me, buddy. Stereotype me because I'm a chubby girl. But I was lucky. I I escaped all that. But I knew I needed to take care of myself because my son. That's fantastic. My son was 10 when my husband got wounded, and it wasn't fair for him to deal with the comprehensive care that my husband needed and and then have to take me up. Well, you have have highlighted something that most people don't think about when they, um, when they're in a, caregiving situation or their their family has had a lot of tragedy and they're coming up on the holidays um and they're you know they don't want to go through the holidays every year they dread them but you you've totally flipped this around and and made new dates I think that's genius it's a doctor man like seriously like I had never thought of doing that and I wish I had but I mean I was just so like like a horse with blinders on Mm -hmm. I was just like okay this is the day we did it Mm -hmm. let's just stick to it but that's the thing about like when you're when you're in deep in anything, whether it's caregiving or you're you're doing you know some serious schoolwork, you're finishing a degree, 
you can be so steeped in whatever it is you're doing, you can't see outside of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, added to that with caregiving, you have this worrying concern for another human being that you're now responsible for getting better or helping through the rest of their life, right. and you can't really see any other alternatives. And that's one of the things that we love so much about this caregiver podcast is some of the things that we share through speaking with caregivers like yourself and with Jennifer and sharing our stories is that we get some ideas. Yeah. We haven't thought about it in that way. So that idea of taking a whole new, brand new day that represents the way forward. Triumph. Yes. I mean, military couples have a statistic rate of divorce, like 50%. Wow. And then you throw in Probably a lot of people don't don't think that it's a higher rate. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because not every veteran is willing to get help. And, you know, depending on how they react and how they treat the family, the boundaries have to be drawn. Not every family wants to be treated in a way if they're not being healthy. You know, I mean, it, there's a lot of work that goes into that. I want to recognize something else that you said for our listeners. First of all, uh, if, if you're not familiar, uh, TBI means traumatic brain injury. Um, it isn't just something that you get from getting blown up. A lot of people have TBIs from car accidents. Um, skiing accidents. Skiing, sporting accidents. Yeah, yeah, so uh, falling falling off a, a roof where you're, you're fixing your skylight. Um, uh, a lot of workplace accidents. Um, and so... What my experience was with my brother, who does also has a TBI, uh, it took me a number of years to get to know who he is now. And I'm, I never stopped loving him, but to love who he is now. Um, and I, I've known my brother since the day he was born. I'm, I'm 13 years older than he is. I'm very, very blessed. Um, his, his whole life uh, is, is a history that I'll remember. But uh, to be married to someone who who can change so dramatically from a brain injury is personality, memories, um, social awareness can all be impacted. Uh, that's so tough. And I know Mary experiences that with her husband who has mm-hmm. ALS, which is, does mimic a, a brain injury yeah, in many ways. There are many similarities. Well, he, well, he had an encephal- he had encephalitis long before mm-hmm. he had ALS, which changed who he was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It changed his personality. And so it changed the dynamics of our relationship. And it took a long time to get over that. It was, there was grieving that goes along with that, oh, yeah. you know. I, I missed who he was. I missed, I don't know, like, I mean, honestly, honest, like, I liked being taken care of. <laughs> and, he, and Tom and is a manly, the manliest yeah. of men. I'm sure your husband sounds like he was a total, like, badass dude. Um, deploying to combat zones, um, and when they come on the other side of it with ALS, encephalitis, or, or traumatic brain injury, that they, they're not able to do those things any longer. That, but they're still heroic in other ways. It, yeah, def- definitely. He, um, you know, he. I think it was easier for my son and I to acknowledge his deficits and roll forward with it more than it was for him. Hmm. because he was very intellectually aware. My husband is a genius. Like, he's very intellectually gifted. He, he was a chemist, physicist wow. before he went into the Army. He joined after 9-11, joined yeah. the National Guard, went right into Iraq in uh, 05. You know, he joined. He wanted to be boots on the ground. He was teaching chemistry and physics at a high school. And, wow. And one day yeah. we were driving through the countryside, Man, just, my little boy wow. and my husband, and he goes, you know, I feel horrible. Like, I know right now... There's some of the guys I used to teach 
They're going over there and sacrificing themselves. And here I am with my wife and kid. I've had a life. And these guys are, are going over there way younger than I am. He goes, I got to do something. He goes, can I? And I said, yeah, because he's always been so good for me about my career. Like, I used to publish a newspaper. I've had a lot of, you know, great careers in my life. And I said, yeah, I, I respect that about you. He's always been very civic-minded, just an amazing human being, and he still is. And therefore, because he was civic-minded and you guys are partners, that, that means that you were too. Um, you know, he, he enlisted, he felt called to serve, and, uh, and now you've been drafted as a caregiver. <laughs> and you may, and, you know, his contract was probably for, uh, I'm guessing, six or eight years, and, and yours is going to be 40, maybe? You know, when he came home after he went to the recruiter, he goes, guess what, Tara, if something happens to me and I die, you get $500,000. <sighs> and we were so poor back then. And I said, Todd, do you realize you're shortchanging me? Because if you went to work as a chemist in industry, it's like at least 50 grand a year, and you're only, you know... 32 years old, multiply that by 25 <laughs> times at least till you're 60, you're shortchanging me, buddy. You better come back. <laughs> There's no ifs, ands, or buts. You're coming back. Well, um, we've had a lot of bad day, bad holidays. Um, it, it's so funny because my, my brother uh, enlisted on my birthday, and, uh, wow. and he was only 17. I was his legal guardian, so I, I signed those papers. Um, he he left for MEPS. He left he left for boot camp on St. Patrick's Day. Um, Halloween was the first time that he engaged the enemy once he got in country. Wow, that's um, fast. Very bad experience for him. Um, Christmas came around and the mess hall that he was eating in got attacked by a suicide bomber. Oh. And it just goes on and on two days after my sister's birthday got he drove over an IED and got blown up and it just felt like for really these past 15 years that there was no holiday that was sacred sacred to us and you know to think about just picking them different days Mm -hmm. it's really just mind-blowing to me so I thank you for sharing that um really not a path everybody will take not everybody if some some people are just traditionalists and they want to do valentine's day on february 14th and they want to do christmas in december I mean, our but original day was october 15th that was recently and, and it made me really contemplative of the past 10 years and where has he been and where is he going what areas has he improved mm-hmm. where do i see deficits still where do i think we could see some more healing where do i yeah. think i need to push and it's that hard balance of you know, push, 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 mm-hmm. and then you get that wall. Like, I want him at the end of the day to be autonomous. I want him to mm-hmm. decide what he wants as treatment. At the end of the day, he's a man. Yeah. He's the man I married. He's not my kid. He's not my charge. He's mm-hmm. my husband. And I don't ever want to emasculate him. I want him to feel like he's got ownership in what we're doing. And it's very difficult because I'm type A, I'm Irish, I'm stubborn. <laughs> I, and I'm a researcher, I'm a journalist. I, I look at all the things that are wrong, and I think, okay, Google, Google, fix, 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 fix. And I think of all these things that I could possibly throw at him to fix them. But if he doesn't want it, and he's over medic, like, he has been through so many surgeries, he's been through so many things, I get why he's reluctant. I, I understand it, and I just have to take a deep breath and, like, sit in my corner and go, okay, at the end of the day, this is his his choice yeah well we're glad that he chose 
a new date with you and we're glad mm-hmm. that you chose to share that really special intimate story uh, with this caregiver life and all our listeners we're just so blessed to have you um, we hope that if you're listening to us um, you'll take some time and leave us a five-star review and uh share this caregiver life podcast with your friends i'm sure that um, many of our listeners will relate to your story um in on so many levels and uh and of course we're on social media and we're, we're going to share some pictures of our guest today um maybe a wedding picture i'm hoping she'll share with yeah, us I hope so. uh but wedding pi- i've seen them they are worth seeing the so connect with us on social media to see those pictures. Um, it's at This Caregiver Life on Facebook and Instagram. Instagram. And we're also on Twitter at This Caregiver. And if you'd like to email us, gosh, just drop us a line at thiscaregiverlife at gmail.com. And uh, we'd even love to have you as a future guest. Yeah, or ask us questions. Tell us what you want to hear about. And I'm sure we can find somebody to talk about the topic. <laughs> and we want to just give another shout out to the Americana Hotel, who's been so gracious in letting us uh, broadcast live. And uh, I guess that's it. Until next time. Until next time. Thank you.